This is an Area Code podcast. Yes. All right. Are you hoes ready? Because I'm going to hit the timer so I can start. It's lit. Yeah. You ready, Tyson? Yes. All right. I, I can't think of another name to fake call you, Devin. So I just have to keep saying Deb. That's fine. <laughs> Debbie. Debbie. Devondre? Devondre? Yeah. Okay. De- that sounds distinguished. Aquarius. De- De- these are just different names. Yeah. Those are just like nicknames. Yeah. All right. D, well, D money. I don't know. How original. All right. You guys ready? I'm going to press the start button. And here we go. Start. We have to stay inside. Cable is way too high. It's cheap to look at ratchet books. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to yet another dumbass episode of this stupid ass podcast. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, Let's go. Gonna hype yourself up. Let's go. Um, happy Black History Month. Happy everything, as always. Ty. Yeah. Rick, Dev. Middleton. Gang. We're all the gang is here. The gang is ganging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The gang is ganging. Factually. Isn't that what the kids say? The gang the gang is ganging? Like, not exactly. Not really. But... Yeah. It's a, it's a... I try to be young for y'all. All right. I continuously <laughs> try. And every time you guys are like, oh, you're so old. Why are you old? Try try harder, I guess. I don't tell you. I'm trying. That's what they say. I even use my TikTok now. There's a lot of trying, not a lot of doing. That's why I'm over here. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> we read a book by some girl. I can't even remember the author's name, if I'm going to be completely honest. Tanisha Stewart. Did I make that up? Tanisha Stewart is a dancer. That's all right. Okay. Well, that's who it is. That's who's going to be by today. This month, we read Everybody Ain't Your Friend. Everybody Ain't Your Friend. Yeah. Actually, it is Tanisha Stewart. I just looked it up. Bam. There we go. Everybody ain't your friend by Tanisha Stewart. That was the book that we were reading for this month. And 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 you know, once again, disappointment. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much. Once again, um, I don't know what these people are doing and why they're uh playing with me like this, but here we are. So well, I guess before we get into it, how I want to know overall. How do you guys feel about this one? Uh, I, I I did not like it. Man. <laughs> Man, it's too much. It was like a ripoff of um everything. Nah, of insecure and yeah, everything else. Of insecure. Yeah, it was like a ripoff of insecure. Almost like it didn't end the same, but it, it started out kind of the same. People in a relationship, the relationship gets okay. the relationship gets ruined, and then it becomes a whole tornado of drama and I babies. I think it's just a bit of a reach, but I'm gonna read the summary, the synopsis, whatever, real quick for everybody, just so we can get back in the mindset of everybody. Mindset. So here we go. They say you should keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. But sometimes mm-hmm. reality might be the other way around. Mia thinks her life is completely normal. She has a lovely, a loving boyfriend, great and supportive friends, and a close relationship with her mother. Things take an interesting turn, however, when she is almost run down by a car one day. Then the messages from an untraceable number, not to mention the heartbreaking secret that is revealed shortly thereafter. 
Suddenly, everything that Mia thought was right in life goes wrong. She has no idea why, but she needs to find out before her secret stalker decides her time is up. Mm. This is described as a urban romance thriller. Okay, I just did the overhead clap. Um, did you guys read the audiobook or did you read it? I did listened to the audiobook. You both did the audiobook. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Jocelyn Dow, because that's who did the audiobook. Yeah, I uh, I put that on 1.3 speed. I put it on 1.5. I put it on 1.6, and somehow this bitch was still reading at the pace of a snail. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on here. It I, why was she reading so goddamn slow? And then does it just me, or did it sound like she was recording these bits and pieces? So like, yes, there were parts that yeah sounded like it was from her iPhone. Sometimes it sounded like she was in the car. Sometimes it sounded like she was actually in front of a mic. The, audio quality was pretty bad. The audio was terrible. Jocelyn, yeah. be better. Or or Jocelyn is like Tanisha's cousin, or <laughs> Tanisha Stewart is a fake name, and Jocelyn Dow is the is is Tanisha Stewart, and she is bad at reading. Look, she's not getting a Grammy yeah. for this. Um, for this, I'll say that much. And then sometimes it sounds like she was like whispering because maybe like her <laughs> kid was asleep next to her or something. Yeah, yeah, she would pick weird moments to like actually get in character, and then sometimes not. Like sometimes she would yell, and other times you'd be like, "We're gonna throw." Uh, Trayvon in the, in the ditch. <laughs> I was like, "Well, put some umph on it, please." There, there were times in the water. Me. There were times when she was supposed to exclaim, and she didn't exclaim. It was one of those whisper exclaims, like, "No, yeah. don't do that." <laughs> yeah, I think those were the times that her kid was asleep, and she was trying not to wake it up. Yeah, some kids, or she was at work recording Probably. on her lunch break. I can see that. I can do that. Uh, I was not a fan. Listening to her read almost made me want to just read it. Fighter. I had the same <laughs> instinct, but I was like, I'm not going to start. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to switch. I'm here now. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, this book has technically 33 chapters, but for some reason, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but every chapter that belongs to Trey yeah. was not numbered. It it's just not technically Trey. a chapter. It just said Trey. Yeah. And then also my biggest pet peeve, just looking at the, the, the quote unquote playlist, Trey's name is spelled T-R-A-Y. Yeah, like an actual Trey. Like an actual Trey. Trey to Trey. Where they do that at? Oh no, Trey, man. Trey the lie. His name is That's Trey like the if lie. you met someone named Matt and it was just M-A-T. <laughs> Big Matt, Matt Tings. Just that a bug the fuck out of me i think the most interesting yeah. thing about this book was the cover i also just hate that the chapters just all had the same name trey me trey me me like, yeah i guess you, it trey. switched between the two she was trying to be you know edgy and different yeah. you know and turn up edgy and different then she could have had chapter she could have had a chapter for lauren she could have had a chapter yeah. for becky she could have had a chapter for her mama that apparently she's close to, but we only talked to her twice in this whole fucking book. Hey. So, yeah, just technically, technically, I don't know who the publishing company is, but do better. Again. Do better.com.org. <laughs> do better.com.org slash UK. <laughs> do better. All right. So, overall, let's just jump into this book because this is going to be a short one because honestly, I don't know if there was anything happened. I would say five percent of this book was just them being like, and then I went to the store, but you yeah. know, I I couldn't find no eggs, so I went back home. Oh, first chapter was probably one of the most boring chapters I've ever listened to in my life. I love <laughs> it. It led it led to it, it started fast. It was pretty fast. It was like, okay. Um, you got proposed to by your boyfriend. Everything is going all right. You're having a great day. The next thing you know, uh, you find out that he got your best friend pregnant because everybody ain't your friend. See, I like that part, but the whole first part of like, oh, some white man comes up to me, he starts flirting. He's yeah, funny, he but I don't man. like him. Oh yeah, that I'm blind like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Why is this? It, what does this have to do with anything? 
hey, anything else, any other movie like, or any other book like this would have started with sex. So I was, that's, it was, hey, a, good, that's true. It was a good refresher. For the first, the first, the first sentence would have been, and then she slid down my dick. Like <laughs> my throbbing rod. <laughs> oh yeah, this book had no stupid ass throbbing rods. My my wet center. Uh, what are what's, whatever dumbass words that they usually come yeah. up with? No warmth, no length. No mm-hmm. warmth, no length. Oh god, thank God for no length. The length bothered me so much. I really that one stuck with me. I'm just like, how stupid of a thing <laughs> to call a penis. <laughs> but yeah it starts off so like we so okay so there's mia she's our main character trey spelled like a, a lunch tray not trey a human but yeah. trey is her boyfriend um and then we have lauren and becky first off never met a black person on earth named becky um, rebecca that's because they just go as becca if they're black or or rebecca or their middle name which is probably nicole yeah <laughs> so okay um but you have her best friends lauren and becky and then uh her mama which the synopsis says she's best friends with but again we only talked to her like twice and the mama seemed like she got other shit to do yeah do, do with mm-hmm. um there's jeff he's a blind white man that they see at the cafeteria that they eat at and uh no land no land no land mm. No. Not Nolan, but add a D at the end. Nolan. Um, who we end up meeting later and she ends up dating. I and also this book started off weird because there's this idea of like someone's been breaking into her house. Yeah. But she never cares or like seems worried about it. She's always just like, huh, that's strange. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was just how she's reading it that was throwing me off about that, or like. Oh, no. actual case yeah well so because because throughout this book what ends up happening there's always like these little incidences of uh she went downstairs where all the dishes were clean which mm-hmm. also why is that the thing of all the things someone could be doing to try to fuck with her if we're going off of what the synopsis is if someone's trying to kill her of all the things to do to fuck with her you cleaned her house Maybe Amazing. she's like, you know, I like my dishes dirty. <laughs> dirty bitch. Let me show. Yeah, you know I keep it filthy one hundred up in here. Like if someone broke into my house and charged my phone, I would be like, uh, I <laughs> like no, god damn it! Now <laughs> I can be reached more often. They can right. house and water my plants. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Great. How convenient. <laughs> that it doesn't make any sense but they set that up and they're also she's getting uh random like things getting cleaned in her house but also there's uh she does have some random danger because she keeps getting like text messages or emails from uh some random number and it's just like you dirty bitch or i'm gonna i'm gonna get you sucker (laughs) it's the blind man it's the blind man in the beginning no. So we get those things, but it's never enough for even as the reader to be like, oh, I'm worried for her. Yeah. For me, it was just kind of like, I guess, bitch, I don't know. That's fine. Um, I will say overall, I truly enjoy that in this book, nobody had some amazing super fucking job where they all lived in penthouses. Yeah. And there were no more chestnut references. That was the thing. I was the, in the first few chapters. I was like, you know what? This is slightly refreshing. Like yeah, they're they doing... didn't explain anybody to be like, like. He worked at Walmart. Yeah. Trey worked at Walmart. Come on. I was now. like, they're yeah. doing like regular book things. He hated the fuck out of his job. I mean, it's Walmart. Only friend of yours is Walmart. That's what they're trying to tell you. There was even like a pretty good sentence in one of them where she was like, <laughs> there was and... a pretty good sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like some, something, something that removed me out of my stupor. And I was like, damn. Well, okay. Come on, somebody took an English class online. I was like, all right. Okay. All right, words. See, this one is a is a, is a legit book. The audio book was kind of, you know, lacking, but we got yeah. through it. Kind That's of. True. I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I really did contemplate not finishing this book, especially when I got around chapter 15, because I was like, nothing's happening. Nothing I was just like, why are there so these many chapters? There's no reason this needs to be this many chapters. 
That's what this could be Half some condensed. Were like, I went to work, but you know, my cousin Owen. And yeah. then Trey was like, man, I can't believe I fucked up next chapter. Like it's, I, this is another prime example of these authors clearly have page and chapter quotas mm-hmm. because 100%. half of this book never progressed the story and the story really wasn't that interesting. No. She's saying shit. She was just saying Yeah. There's a lot of descriptions of how they're eating something. Yeah, and honestly, of all the books that we've read, this one even still has like lackluster descriptions. Yeah, like I really don't even know what Mia, Lauren, or Becky look like. In every no. other book, they would have been like describing them five, yeah. seven, and three quarters, light skinned, but yeah. light. with beautiful light hair. That's why the whole time I was like, "Is Becky white? Could she be?" That's what I was Becky. thinking. The only person we knew what race they were was Jeff. Yeah. I was like, could this, could she just be like, fun, like jokingly named Becky? Right. Becky with the yeah. Becky with the nappy hair. Yeah. Becky with the, with the biracial hair. With, um, the, with the nigga curls. The nigga curls. <laughs> <laughs> Becky with the nigga curls. Um, <laughs> damn. But yeah, the overall story of this is just, you know, um, shit. There was a day that her and her friends went to the mall, and they saw Trey with his boys. And Lauren thought he was cute. They dared her to go talk to him, and then it ended up being that they fell in love with each other. And and you know they're they're trying. Uh, Trey wants to marry Mia, and they're very much so in love. But the twist of this book, that everybody's not your friend, is that Lauren was mad that she went to talk to him and it worked because yeah. he told her to do right it was like well you know you kind of ugly so if it don't work out for you send him my way give him my number you should have went up there yourself because apparently he was going right yeah. and so that's she's mad lauren's mad and uh, you know they uh, that's what sets everything into motion i guess um in terms of Lauren not liking, uh, what's her name? Mia. Yeah, Mia. And they're doing this fake friendship thing because she's mad because she wanted Trey. I wish we would have got a description of Trey because what is what is so great about Trey? The nigga work at Walmart. They just say he was sexy. They said he was one of the sexiest people. Like when they saw his homies and him sitting there, he was the hottest and all of them wanted him. And it was like, yeah, go up there and talk to him as a joke. When they all could have not been so they selfish, they shared the Yeah. Which, your friends think you ugly. That's what they just said. Your friends think you ugly. So they were like, go talk to him because you know you look like shit right now. He not going to say nothing. And then I'm going to go over there and be like, I'm sorry, my friend is ugly, but I'm pretty. Do you want to fuck me and stay Yeah, me? that's the move. That's essentially what they wanted. And he says, I'll take both because I'm a real man. Yeah. <laughs> Threesome. <laughs> but that's I mean that's the thing and then um what what had happened uh they had gotten in a fight prior and so Trey got drunk and went out with his boys uh Mia stayed at, she acted like she was gonna go out but she didn't she stayed at home and eventually um there's cheating there's a breakup everybody is pregnant but then also nobody's pregnant by anybody <laughs> Mm. I don't care. I'm gonna put it like this. I don't care. The book, I don't care. I'm trying to get to the plot, but I really don't. Yeah, even there's a lot of pregnancy in this. This is a lot of pregnancy. Lot like of all, I, I dozed off and woke up, and everybody had children. It was. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of Maury show references. It was man. Somebody had twins. I was like, what's happening? Bro? So Lauren, I'm say that back. Uh, 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 Mia and Trey lunch tray break up because she feels she thought that so her friend Lauren shows up one day with Trey and is like, hey, I'm pregnant. It's Trey's. We together now. Um, mm. Blah, blah, blah. That's then, the one thing I didn't like about Trey. Yeah. He could have just said, yo, that bitch raped me. She assaulted me. That's uh, what that... I wrote down. That's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. I was too drunk. And then I I guess I... Fu- That's right. That's... Yeah. And then we find out later that it was rape. Lauren roofied Trey to have sex... Have y'all ever been in love with someone else's girl like that? No. no. <laughs> Have no. y'all ever just been like, ah, they supposed to be with me? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. 
you, it's a weird thing to feel. Yeah. And you usually you see them jealous you, like that. No, because once you see them in a relationship setting, you'd be like, oh, damn, that bitch cute, but she annoying as hell. <laughs> when you, oh, okay. When you get to see how she act in the relationship without actually being in the relationship. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I mean, have you ever been in that situation where it's like, okay, she fine. <laughs> no, not that she would. Like, <laughs> she'll be, be cute. She'll be cute and be like, all right, good job, homie. But then, like, you know, as time progresses, you know, she just, she gets gross. Just yeah, that's just, that's just your homie's girl. Sit her yeah. friend over there to talk to, like, what exactly did she think? That's so odd to me. Like, would you send your friend over that to go talk to a girl that you want to talk to? No, that's cowardly. No. But also we're guys. Guys, it's, it's, it's frowned upon to send a friend to, to talk for you. But not even talk for you. They sent her over there to talk for herself. See that, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't do that if we wanted the girl. It was like, damn, damn she bad. They they almost definitely called dibs. Like niggas would call dibs, and that then niggas, motherfuckers would be upset. Like if you, yeah, you I mean, it's just what did she expect to happen? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they pulled Lauren and 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 uh, Trey, who pissed me off because he had every opportunity at that exact moment of the reveal of, hey, I'm pregnant by your fiance. To be like, just to be clear, I was drunk as fuck and this bitch raped me. I didn't want, we're not in a relationship. I've never wanted to be in a relationship with her, but he just stood there like a bitch. Right, all quiet, right. I'm like, no, I didn't Ooh, want no. to. Oh, uh, don't mention want, that you got roofied. It's like, I want that baby aborted. Right. So that happens, right? Of course, Mia's upset. Becky is by her side. That's her other best friend. And I really can't tell the timeline in this book, but I guess not too long afterwards, she meets some guy at the cafeteria uh, named Noland with a D at the end. That really bugs me. Noland. And uh, they end up having a relationship. And what ends up happening is Lauren, not Lauren, Mia sleeps with Noland and Trey on the exact same day. That bitch a freak. Whole freak. I can't be a freak. Okay. Um, and we have a Maury show thing where she comes up pregnant and they say mm. that one of the babies is Trey's and one of the, she's pregnant with twins. One of the babies is Trey. One of the baby belongs to Nolan. Yeah. Mm. Which again, that only happens on the Maury show. I, I was say, is that how twins, <laughs> is that how that can work? I learned from the Maury show that that can happen. If you have That's sex with insane. someone, if you have unprotected sex with someone within that short, like, because it mm. seemed like it was probably only uh, eight hours, like, night, True. like, in between her fucking the two. If you have unprotected sex with the two of them, they come into you, all that other stuff, you can get pregnant by two different people. and Like, you can have twins, but the, both of the fathers can be two different people. Wow. Damn. I, I learned it on board because the woman had. I thought that was, thought that was made up. That's crazy. I learned that on board because the woman had one uh, mixed kid and one just regular black one. So she's just being a nasty skeezer, and science caught up with her. <laughs> so that can science. happen. The um, ultimate cockblock. That's a crazy <laughs> thing to have to explain to people. Who's the daddy? Well, um, you know. So well, Jomarion her textbooks to page. But so Marion's dad and Kenneth's dad are two totally people, two totally different people. <laughs> like <they're> twins. <laughs> and the other thing that bothered me is like, okay, I get it. She she decided to to be with Nolan um because he was hey, he, first of all, Nolan's fucking crazy. But um yeah. she decided to be with Nolan because of the kid. But that's one thing that I it's so hard for me to wrap my head around of like okay, well, I'm pregnant, so now I'm going to be with this dude. Like, I'm going to be with this dude. Mm. Like, to that, that's a hard thing for me to wrap my head around. Yeah, it should be. Because it just seems like it would be worse for the kid, ultimately. Yeah. And especially because Nolan is crazy. <laughs> Nolan, uh, throughout the book, like, he's, he's love bombing. Is that mm. the right term? Yeah. Yeah. He's very love bombing and he's crazy. He put cameras all in their apartment so he could watch her from the other room or from his phone or whatever. 
He a freak. He a freak. So you freak. put cameras in the bathroom, cameras in the bedroom, cameras in the kitchen, cameras in the 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 future baby's room, uh, all that, and then and track and put a tracker on her car. Yeah, that's wild. Gotta know the ting ting at at all time. <laughs> do you think that's a a thing of just like obsession, or like do you think to a degree what he was doing was reasonable? Oh hell no! That's that's just power and control. Hell no, never. Because he said, "Oh, I put the cameras up so when the baby get here, I can see where it is." And what's the I don't name. believe that. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do that? If you oh, if you found out that your person put cameras up and they were like, "This is the reason," and while you may understand the reason, like like this, he said, "I put the cameras up," and blah blah blah. Would you then stay? No. She was like, oh, okay, well, just take these down. I'd convince myself not not to, but I unfortunately am attracted to crazy, so I don't know. I am. Maybe put some more up, put multiples up. I'd be like, you know what? It's kind of hot, but ultimately this is going to lead to nothing but good, so. (laughs) You're crazy, Devin? Don't do that. I'm sorry. I just say she's a little nuts. Kind of gets me going. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we, we can't be honest on the on the, on the hood. You're so level-headed, is that what it is? Because you're so like leveled, you don't want someone that's on the same frequency. You want someone that's like a little crazy, so y'all can like a little bit. mesh. <laughs> I will say, as a, as a, as a as a chill dude, I do go for the meaner or the more you know, yeah, the meaner and the more mm. the more a little crazy. But at least a little I, feisty. I'm a ship jumper. I'm a ship jumper. Once them red flags start flagging, I will jump ship immediately. I I walk in a relationship with a life vest on. Like I'm ready. I'm ready. When you say crazy or mean, like what do you mean? Like is she putting period blood? I need someone who like if we go to a restaurant and I ask for mashed potatoes and they give me corn or some shit, I need her to be like, hey. They asked for, for mashed potatoes. Right, so, without you know. making me feel bad about it. Yeah. Or without asking, or, crazy. With, or without telling me about it. That I, Assertive. Assertive. Yeah, assertive. Maybe aggressive. It just it happens that a lot of assertive people are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, at, sometimes like, okay, it, it's hot. In the beginning of the relationship, it's hot. And then yeah. like, as it leads on, things get a little bit more intense. Now it's like, instead of mm-hmm. like mashed potatoes and you got corn, it's like, oh, uh, that girl looked at you a little bit too long. Now I got. That's what I was literally about to say. Okay, that's what I was hoping to get to as well. Okay. So you, 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 you kind of get turned on. Say if y'all sitting on the couch and you pull out your phone, you kind of want her to be like, "Who the fuck is that? Who you talking to? Why are you giggling?" No, yeah, what you smiling feel, on your phone? It makes all you about? feel cared about. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel cared about. Ah. Wow. Okay. So. You want aggressive, you like a little bit of jealousy, but you don't want mm. crazy to the point of like like the last book where he's like, drink my piss. Yeah, I'm just not trying to like go to my car and my tires are slashed. I ain't sipping Isn't that no what drink. happens? If she I mean, crazy. that's usually how it is. <laughs> yeah, so. And even then you're like, ah, my tires, but also my dick. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's bananas. But look, she messed up. I got places to be. Way so. the other way around. Cause it's never gonna be the other way around. I've I've never heard of a woman mm. be like, I like a man that's a little crazy. Oh, you they love that? a crazy nigga. I feel like I've heard that before. They they need a crazy nigga in their life. I, I've never met a chick that don't talk about loving a crazy man. <laughs> the reason why it's so hard to date is because most of these women is walking around acting like they single when they have a crazy nigga with a gun just driving around waiting waiting to see them out in public with another Damn. dude. Damn, Ty, go off, huh? Damn. Hey. Hey, Damn, they, I got some shit to get off of chest. Hey, people got attachments. Some shit. People got attachments, <laughs> and like you know, they want to act like they single and they talk like they and they and they have crazy exes or people that they still fucking that's out of their goddamn mind. That will that's kill true. Somebody that's true. Yeah. That's the one thing that you I encounter a lot is people who still what? fucking with a crazy nigga on the side, and I'm like, whoa, what? Not even that? on the side. You the side, Devin. <laughs> Wow. That nigga live at her house. Like that's wow. her husband. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know it was like that in these streets. I I did not realize Oh yeah, dating in your thirties ain't and it was cracked yeah, up to me. Everybody don't be leaving, you know, a nice little line of cocaine <laughs> for you to consume when you wake up in the morning. 
Damn. Okay. Well, then this was a great book for y'all because crazy recognize crazy shit, I guess. I don't know. Tanisha wrote this book just for y'all. Crazy guy. <laughs> and Jocelyn read it as slow as possible just so your memories can catch back up. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, in this book, her, so Mia's friends, I would say, oh, I don't know. I think kind of think Mia is a little crazy too. But it seems like Mia's friends are the ones that are the craziest because they didn't get the man that they wanted. So they set all of this into motion. Yeah. Towards the end of the book, we realized that Nolan is actually Lauren's cousin who Lauren set up Nolan and Mia just so he could, just so she could say the baby was his or something like that. Disgusting. Stop listening mm-hmm. at a certain point. Because <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Um, Lauren kidnaps the twins after they have the babies. Um, oh, Lauren's pregnant too. Yes, Lauren's pregnant. She had a kid. We figure out, we actually figure out pretty quickly in the book that that's not uh, Trey's baby because he goes, he shows up at her house one day to like give her a massage or something dumb and some other nigga walking out and he's like, hey, thanks for watching the baby mama or something stupid like that. And Trey has DNA results and he's like, oh yeah, you the actual father. You you the happy? And uh happy. And so that's how we find out that Lauren's been lying. But Lauren's um just crazy. The whole the whole pregnancy, the whole everything, she's like, Why don't you want to be with me, Trey? Just try. Let's try to be together, Trey. Trey, let's just I think you were made for me, Trey. Oh my god, Trey. Which is weird. Why wouldn't she at least try to hit on him before pregnancy? Um, uh, I don't know. She or in the beginning stage, I think that's another that's another power thing where it's like it's not just attractive to be loved; it's attractive to be loved more than someone else. I think. Okay, let's talk about this because I, I have this thing. I think a lot of days, nowadays anyway, when you when you look, of course, outside looking in at other people's relationships, especially with women, it seems like there's a lot more women, a lot more, way more women who are comfortable with stealing a nigga mm-hmm. up underneath someone than finding their own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because all the good men are taken and, you know, what they have to deal with in a dating world of leftovers, especially after a certain age. But the men- wild, just because, okay, you're comfortable with stealing your best friend's man or, oh, you're not married, so that means you're single still and blah, blah, <laughs> blah. And like, they're okay with being the second woman. They're okay with being the third woman because they're quote unquote in a monogamous, they want to play monogamy, but they're living Polly, really they want to be chosen over somebody else but if someone were to do that same shit to them Mm. if someone were to scoop up underneath them and try to steal they man then all of a sudden it's a problem because then they wouldn't be the person who gets chosen over someone else someone gets chosen over them to me that's i don't understand do you like do you think that's happening more like these like women they're just fine with doing that I do. I think there's uh it's concerning. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly why it is and why this is more of a thing now than before. I can give you my theory as to why I think it is. Well. Okay, so what dating whatever nowadays. I think when you go all the way back to like how men and women are like raised and the the ideas that are like placed in our heads about dating and marriage mm. and blah blah blah. Um women you know you got to make sure you 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 what to, to catch the man you got to do this you got to do that you got to make sure you know you're always presenting yourself in a certain way to make sure that he doesn't leave you you mm-hmm. have to be this quote unquote all type feminine like goddess so he doesn't leave you right mm-hmm. men are basically like oh you know you don't have to settle down you young you out there go Go out there, do do this, do your thing, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Men are more so conditioned to, I'm not gonna say fuck around, but to like try more. Skeet on everybody. To mm. skeet on everybody. Exactly. And insert like this whole dating app thing 
where there could always be something better on the next swipe quote unquote better it's usually prettier let's just be real yeah um, there's always someone else on the next swipe but women still have that mentality and that desire of like i want my man i want my man but men are like oh i can have all these choices so what is the point of me trying to be with one person and so now you have more women who may not be okay with polyamory doing it whether they're doing it consciously or unconsciously just because they want to be like, this is my man. I don't know, but then I also feel like men very quickly find out that the older they get, it's, it's not easy out there on the other side. Right. Is the older they get, it's, it may not be easy on the other side, but it's only, it's only not easy if they're trying to date someone their age. Mm. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I know niggas my age that go crazy on them 21, 22-year-olds. I can't imagine. Right. And then also, you know, because 21, 22, whether they want to be in a relationship or not, they're going to be more mm-hmm. okay if you go do your thing and they go do their thing. Yeah. But does that, does that theory, I guess, make sense or not? Do y'all agree, disagree? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably one, like a contributing factor to it. Yeah. But also, I think they, they, girls have been raised to, to think that older men are yeah. more desirable. Or like, oh, they're they're more emotionally mature. They've had time to. Well, I think that's that whole you want someone like your daddy thing. Mm, daddy mm. issues. But what if they weren't raised by their daddy? It's, to me, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want any. I don't want a single man like Ray Allen Hall. Yeah. Not that Ray Allen Hall was not great, but I had a dad. My dad was great. Why do I want someone uh, to? Why would I want to fuck my dad? I do not know. That's weird. Because mm-hmm. you'll never hear any man be like, "I want someone like my mother." We kind of just oh, end up. Goodness. We just kind of end up with a chick that that's kind of like our moms. We don't talk Think about so? it. Yeah, like the woman we stick with usually be, uh, or the women that we usually are like drawn to, and people be like, "Wow, she don't look nothing like you know the type that you are." It's like I don't know. There's just something about it. It's wholesome. It feels like home. Like, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, tie out himself, y'all. Okay. My mom, my mom is hot. I don't care what y'all say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ugly mama having ass niggas. <laughs> I mean, though, it could be a little bit because you know, at least in my from my experience, especially going up in like school, you'd always hear men be like, "Oh, I don't like this in a woman. I don't like women who are this size. I don't like women who are this, that, and a third. But then you go back and you see who they end up with, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, baby, mama look just like they mama. Your baby mama was just as fat ass as your mama. Okay. (laughs) Got it. Cool. You was just a dick is what you're saying. Okay. Um, But yeah, no, I I think uh, to go back to the original like question, I think that might be, that might play into, into it. The like women Mm. just being okay with trying to steal someone else's man. Yeah. Which is bananas to me because you're okay with doing all that, but you don't want to be in a polyamorous whatever your version of polyamory is relationship because that's what you're doing right and they play for keeps women play for keeps like men we we will we'll we'll borrow we'll rent we'll lease but we're not gonna we're not gonna take a woman from a dude to keep yeah we just want to test it out be like oh shit that was fun you go back home now yeah, I feel like yeah, women are are more on the like if if they are a part of the cheating triangle they're like it's to win territorial yeah. yeah, but I mean, men be territorial too. Once you, I guess, once you get someone you care about, I don't. But know. once the boyfriend finds out, that's the thing. And men aren't like, hey, you mm-hmm. can have it. They're more like, you know, you the bitch ass nigga that's fucking my girl. Hell yeah, I'm fucking your bitch. And she sucked my balls. And she <laughs> ate my ass. And and, and we we had sex on your couch and on your kids. Yeah, she doing my taxes. Right. <laughs> got, me, got me a good little refund out there, bitch. And then, then it becomes a then it becomes a fight. It's not even about like, you know, it's more of a fight over property, I guess. You know how like kids will play with a toy. And, and then they're like, it's my toy. Yeah, it's, pride. it's pride. Yeah. Huh. So I guess that would explain why when Trey mate met the 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 actual father of Lauren's child, the two mm. of them were just kind of like, Hey, thanks for watching my bitch. And then 
Yeah, yeah. there's nobody cared about that crazy bitch. <laughs> hey, you guys remember that song? The hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. I'm on top of it. Yes, I heard that one. Yeah. What song is this? I don't remember who is by. I just remember hearing it a lot in like uh, back in school. That was I, I like the song. I used to they used to play it at Shanasties in college. Shanasties was actually called Shenanigans, but the club we everyone <laughs> everybody called Shanasties. Yeah, and that was the song. You a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. I'm on top of it. I yeah. mean, the lyric ain't wrong. Yeah. Do you guys ever seek out crazy? No. No. For the purposes of crazy, crazy has a way of finding you. Yeah, I mean, it's women complain about coming, but it's like when a girl comes, or when you make a girl come, sometimes that that opens up the crazy. It does. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Stigmatized. That's the crazy button, because it's like, because it, you know, I guess orgasms are far little to uh to rare. So when they get one, they want to they latch onto that nigga and they do whatever they yeah. think. Is they can do to keep that. It's sad. It's sad the amount of men out here who don't care about making a person come. It's crazy. I don't. I don't want to have them bitches go crazy and, and mess my <laughs> shit up. Just yeah, think about it. Time leaving them dry, bro. Look, making a girl come got me a PS5, but that bitch also called my mother when I cut it off. <laughs> Never met my mama in her life, but this bitch somehow found my mom's number and called her. Coming is dangerous. Mm-hmm. So what has it been the reverse? Have you ever had Virginia so great that now you're, I guess, was he a p- pussy whipped? I was gonna say pussy. pussy um, no. There have been girls that put it down to the point where like I'd be hitting them up and then I'd be sad that they don't reply. Yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm not gonna. Make me, you can't make me do something I wasn't. I wasn't already down to do. Yeah. Damn. So what makes a dude so okay, say like also fuck this book. The kids got kidnapped, they found them, and then Jeff is dating uh Mia's mama. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this book really goes nowhere. It's really not interesting. It's a lot of drama for 30 some uh, chapters. Crazy. Yeah. And it's mild drama. The real drama only starts at chapter 25 and yeah. then it's over. So now we just talking anyway so what uh uh what makes a dude because you're saying okay a woman can like basically digmatize and now she'll do anything she'll do anything for the d wasn't that like a a tiktok thing yeah yeah for the d D challenge yeah for the d challenge yeah but is there a reverse what makes a man do a whatever for the p (laughs) For, when yeah. I when I have seen that happen, it's not because the woman puts it down crazy. It's because that man has just been in a lifelong drought a life? and don't have the don't have enough game to like. He ever. got he got a little bit of water in his life, and now he don't yeah. know how to act. He keep going back to that well, <laughs> or like, or you know what, a dude will find a solid a, like a solid woman. Or I mean, I'm from the hood, so out west, it's a little crazy because out west women are savages. And what does that mean? Like. Hmm. They'll cheat on a nigga that live in a house. Wow. And not care. And when they get caught, they're like, oh well. No explanation of why they did it. Um, the it was like it happened. And you could either get with it or get lost. Damn. Yeah. So but there, but the dude that they live with is willing to kill and or die for that pussy. What is that? I guess what's what I'm trying to ask. Why? What makes a man even give a shit like that? Because you know hey. how movies they like say they meet and then they have sex and now all of a sudden the man cares. Is that how men are? No, not usually. No, I mean, uh, no, not really. I mean, some guys are controlled by their penis, yeah. like entirely. Because yeah, I feel like what I see happen more is like once they have sex, they stop caring. Sometimes, yeah. They stop caring. Yeah. But if that, but if that snapper is snapping, you know, mugs kind of, kind of latch on. Interesting. Interesting. You ain't never had a stalker, Rachel. No, I'm not a white woman. <laughs> Have you ever noticed all white women say they've had, they've been stalked before? Every fucking one of them. <laughs> I got a stalker. No, you didn't, bitch. You just had someone that said hello. Like you I know. don't. 
No, they never blocked them. That's the thing. They put it on them, and then they they tried to like cut him off quietly. They thought that not talking to him was gonna eventually have him fall off, but then he just ends up at places where she's at, and then wants to talk to. Her. I've I've never had a stalker. Clearly, I've never had a liker. <laughs> I've never no. had a stalker. I've never had uh, any of that, and I don't know anyone who's ever been in that situation either i only ever hear white women say they have been stalked i'm sure there's a few asian women who have been stalked. A few asian women? yeah <laughs> I, like what... I think there's some asian women have been stalked the way white men obsess over them yeah i think i think white girls live in this world of like fear and danger danger yeah. is yeah they only have sex when it's when it's dangerous and then they walk around scared all day <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh my God, they're after me. I also think, like, you know, most of the world is segregated. So, like, I don't, black men ain't really got enough time to stalk. Yeah. We got got shit to do. We got to go to work. Got to go to work. Your kids take care of. But, like, (laughs) take care of our kids. White men, white men got all the (laughs) time in the world. This is true. So, stalking is a privilege. Stalking is a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. White men work remotely. They be out there working on their phone while they sitting outside this girl's house. Yeah. In a meeting. Getting paid $150,000 a year. Black man like, ooh, it snowed. I got to get that plow going. Yeah, I got work to get to. I got to wake up at 6 in the Shit morning. It was like, I'll get you later, bitch. Like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, it's like, it's kind of like catcalling how like, I don't know if y'all have seen this like when like white women take videos of like them walking down the street and like yeah. majority of their cat callers are like brown or black and brown men. It's yeah. like, it's because that is a, that is a, it's just not a thing that white people have to do. Like white men have other ways of, of abusing women. Yeah. <laughs> also in those videos, most of the time the girl half naked. Yeah, <laughs> it's like let me put on let me go ahead and put this thong on with a sheer dress and walk around the street and oh my god how dare you say something to me like i'm gonna say something yeah. your whole pussy is out like it's just, just like black men outside of their house <laughs> right i'm sitting on, a, I'm on sitting, lawn. i'm sitting Ugh. on the porch and i'm i see a half naked bit of like hello ma'am <laughs> <laughs> good I, afternoon I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do think I do think there is a thing, especially with white women, where they they seek the attention so they can say they never wanted it. Well, you know, they they want to be a minority so bad. They do. It's it's really important for them to be oppressed. Um, but not. I mean, and it's not. I guess it's not just white women. There are black women who do the same fucking shit. So, whatever. They hang out with too many white girls. Fact. Yeah, they'll do it. Would you guys say you've ever been in a everybody ain't your friend situation? Not necessarily to the point where you got some bitch pregnant, because clearly I know y'all don't got no kids that you take care of. And um, <laughs> like just in that situation of like, oh, I thought this was my dude. I thought this was my 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 bruv. I thought this was my bruv, man. Um, but turns out they were just, in the words of make it, Whitney Houston, making a fool of me. It's not- I've never had anyone like do a... Uh, a plot plot but i have had like oh i was talking to a girl i ain't really you know we ain't really think that we were like each other's fit and then like when we done talking homie comes swoops in is there a guy called can y'all do that like i know with a lot of women it's like if i dated this person my it's my friends are like okay nope that's an awful limit mm-hmm. is that a thing with men dudes ask for permission and yeah. like i think it would be weird if like a friend came up after you and w- got in a relationship with a girl that you had fucked with uh-huh mm, that's weird but like if that, if i'm done with her and he's like yo can yeah. i can i try that and like go ahead she she's a human being if she going she going that's all that's been my mantra for life if she going she going yeah. Did you think that was weird like say if you your ex started dating your best friend and now she always around again like, do you do you talk with? If it was, a, if it was like, an ex, like we were official, I think that'd be weird. If it was just some girl who I was, I was just fucking with for a while. Yeah. I, I also, care. why would you bring her around? I hate when niggas do that. Like, why <laughs> you... <laughs> you can't. You can't bring your girl around your friends. You can, can in certain situations, but like, if you stop talking to a girl, y'all stop fucking, and then a friend starts dating her, and then he starts bringing her around. Like, why would why would you do that? 
do you think it's him or do you think it's her being crazy? Like, Both oh. of them. Both of them are idiots. Why would either one of y'all think that that's okay? Damn. So y'all never dated y'all friend girls, what you saying? No, no, I don't even talk to... <laughs> Look, there's a lot of girls that are dating homies of mine that I used to be cool with. And because they're dating friends of mine or dudes that I respect, they don't even get a conversation from me. Yeah, I'll I don't say even, this. Not even I, don't, a long time. Not I, even I say hi, I say hi, but I walk to the other room or I walk in another direction. I do not talk to my homies' girlfriends. Because you don't want that... You don't want any any rumor, any thought of like, it's not trying to... Exactly. Exactly. Cause that I is, can't that is something I am insecure about a little bit too. Like someone was actually messaging me on Instagram yesterday and it was my homie's girl. And I was like, Why are you feels, talking to this me? This feels so weird. Don't let me how I gotta end this conversation. Ask me to ask me. You don't ask me. Right. What are you yeah, doing? It's real strange. Well, I mean, she's cool as hell. We've been around each other a bunch of times, but I was like, I don't know. This is just I don't mm-hmm. know. And this that's mm-hmm. on me. Like, man, I'm just not developed or progressive enough, I guess. I mean, that's honest, though. That's like, that's honesty. That's like, yeah, I yeah. get that. Even after the breakup, even after the breakup, I, I really don't talk to him then. He deleted him, I delete him. That's just, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Everybody's, no, no one is friends anymore. None of us are friends. Yeah, all, yeah, you excommunicado. Exactly. Do you do you say if, if you're in a relationship or something, do you get jealous of say if your girl is just just talking, just talking, not not flirting, none of that, but of like with another dude? Or even if you're she's just talking to your friend, like, hey, how you doing, Dev? Mm, nah. Do you go, no. what are they talking about? Why? What's going on? Right, what they gotta talk about so much. What's so important? <laughs> Why are they laughing? Yeah, right. yeah as long so as they ain't laughing, I'm like, what's so fucking funny? God damn it! Like if, if it's like a, y'all better uh, be talking about a joke I said yesterday. Uh, <laughs> if it's like a uh, what is that? A potluck or like a gathering or something like that where everybody's chopping it up and whatever. It's like yeah, I can go to one corner of the room and talk to people. She can go in a corner and talk to the room with people. But mm-hmm. it's uh you know stay within each other's eyesight. I will make sure I'm close enough. You can see me. And I'd be like, I gotta run to the bathroom or some shit. And like, the you know, eyesight rule. Oh God. Hey, look, I've I've been in places <laughs> where where somebody girlfriend disappeared with somebody who's not their boyfriend. Damn, yeah. that's real. And I'm like, don't don't do that. Don't do that with me, cause I leave. I leave you at the party by yourself. Get your own Uber. Exactly. Find your own way home. I was dating someone who like they were um, they're half Japanese and the, so I have a friend who's Asian and so they would sometimes like talk. I mean this in the nicest way, Dev, but what? you look like all your friends should be Asian. What I'm- the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? But like you just look like you love anime so much. <laughs> yeah. So it That's looks like up. you what like I'm just saying. Man, let me live. Let me cook. Love orange chicken. Jesus Christ. Anyway, (laughs) as I was saying before I got stereotyped to hell, (laughs) some girl I was dating and my friend who are Asian, like some days they would talk. I'd be like, well, that makes sense. Like maybe that's racist as hell as me, but I was like, yeah, y'all can have more of a connection than you and my friend Justin. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to sneak off and have censored sex. Behind your back. <laughs> censored subtitled sex. <laughs> the weird flashy things. Uh, <laughs> they start sex off with like this. Y'all, like a hard run y'all go to hell. <laughs> y'all go to hell, bro. Hey. Go to hell. Ty's girlfriend is the one that's in Japan, remember? That's she's true. Back. She's she's been back. Stop it. She was there for like two weeks. Chill out. Ty is the one day. Ty girlfriend stranded in Japan. Oh, uh, funny as hell. <laughs> I'm kidding. <sighs> I'm kidding. So you guys would say you're not very uh jealous overall. Uh not jealous. I can get jealous. I have moments where like I'd be I'd be like, you know, I I I wouldn't say I have trust issues, but maybe. You just don't trust bitches. I don't. I really don't. And it's kind of hard when you're in a relationship because trust is the main thing. 
you know, you don't have like 24 hour surveillance. You know, you don't have somebody don't text back within like 45 minutes. You're like, what is this bitch doing? Like, mm. So I, I, it's something that I had to work. Is that on. because it's new? Because the relationship is still new? Like a year in, you're going to be like, whatever. Probably. I was like, I hope she go missing like a year in. Yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, because it's new. Because And also, like, yeah, I've dealt with situations where, you know, it's it's so weird. A girl would, like, fight for a relationship, beg for a relationship. And then when you give it to her, the second you turn your back, like, she hop, she doing dicks. I think that goes back to just the, the territorial thing of it's like, not even territorial, of just proving. I think it's, sometimes it's even a proving to yourself as the woman of, like, I can get anybody. Mm. I can get this man to want to be with me, whether I want to be with him or not. Which is another concept that I cannot wrap my head around. I that can't. is weird. That's super weird. Like women who date dudes just because even though like I don't like him, there's nothing about him. But oh, he took me to Maple and Ash. Like, bitch, yeah. hungry, just go yourself. You need no. someone else to do. Uh, like, I'm sure both y'all have encountered this, but it took me a little bit of time to like adjust to the whole like when I started doing comedy stuff. It's like people who are literally like I guess like the name is chuckle fuckers, but like that's a man thing and there are no it, you don't have that on your side there are no male chuckle fuckers there Hold are no, on now. no there i don't think i really truly hands down do not believe that when men because i think what it is is mm. if you go back to how women say what they want in a man i want someone yeah. that can make me laugh men might want someone that can make them laugh but it's not one of the top 10 things that they ask for and <laughs> when men see women on stage especially if they're good Let's just be, yeah. if they're good, if they suck, then whatever. Um, but if they're good, it's intimidating because look how many people are paying attention to her and not me. Uh, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I've, I've had my, my chuckle fucking moments. I most definitely love me a funny woman. I, she got to be funnier than me. She got to be as funny or funnier than me. There's very few uh, women that I've messed with. Well, when I messed with comedians that are less funny than me i think i only dated one that was trash and she doesn't do comedy in chicago anymore so damn damn but yeah but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't have chuckle fucking moments i just have moments where i'm like i just like seeing people who are good at something yeah and i've yeah. had the opposite where i've seen someone who like I, I was dating like an actress who's like doing like theater like regular drama shit and she was terrible and let me tell you that the attraction died gone there's definitely something uh sexy i guess about seeing someone like in their element yeah it's like damn that's yeah but it just it, i think it only works for women looking on the stage and not men looking that's so them. sad damn yo like ain't nobody standing outside of beyonce dressing room trying to fuck her <laughs> she was with Jay or not. They all look at her from the side and they go, I'm too much of a man to even buy tickets to go to the concert. So no. Damn. I, I she mean, gonna have to message me. Beyonce got DM me, nigga. Who the fuck she <laughs> funny as hell. I mean, <laughs> I personally I wouldn't mess with Beyonce because she looks so plain to me. She's not a she's not hot to me. What? Yeah, Beyonce's not hot. That's I'm gonna let you people uh, who uh, think Beyonce are hot are just attracted to stardom. You could walk outside and find like maybe 12 women that if you put on enough makeup and glittery outfits, they will look exactly like Beyonce. There's like seven fat girls that if you put them on to stage and get a microphone to them, they sound just they sound better than Beyonce. Uh there's just is it's something about that stardom and that and where they put Beyonce on that pedestal where people's like, oh, my God, she's the most beautiful person in the world. Kind of like Halle Berry. Nobody cares that Halle Berry can't act. She's just hot. That's fair. Wow. I can't wait to leak this. I don't give a fuck. Ty's, Look, in, I, Ty's I, in his first movie. I'm a leak this shit. Do your work. <laughs> hey. I'll tell, I'll tell you, because everybody was talking about how fine Halle Berry was, how beautiful she was. It wasn't until I was an adult. And I saw losing Isaiah as an adult where I was like, yo, she, all right. she don't do she don't do shit. She don't no, do not, shit. She's not the greatest actress in the world. But. And, 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 and her, in all of her movies, she don't get lines like that. She don't like, yeah, she don't have no lines. It's all phrases. Everything she says is a phrase. She don't have sentences. She don't have monologues. 
she don't have like a scene where she stands out. What what did she say in Monsters Ball? It was like touch me on the inside to make me feel good. Yeah. I and she just repeated that. that. And that's I her best scene. That movie. God, I can't stand that fucking movie. <laughs> See? And in, in in uh losing Isaiah, like the most she said was that part when they tried to make her read and she had to act like she couldn't read. I was honestly about to do an impression of Simple Jack. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. She went full retard. <laughs> never go full retard. What's Hallie. wrong with y'all? <laughs> you never go full crackhead. No, 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 make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus! As black people, we need to bury *Tropic Thunder*. Don't ever let white people know we like that movie. <laughs> we just don't watch it with our white friends, but we watch just it. Watch it <laughs> don't just don't watch it with white people. Whatever you do, do not watch that movie with white people. That's why they still do blackface on Halloween. This, 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 this is it. Um, but yeah, I mean, this book brought a lot of interesting conversation but the book was never the conversation that that mm. i think that's my review that the book is not the conversation no but I, but the i guess the overall arching thing it's not even the overall arching thing the overall arching thing is everybody ain't your friend uh-huh. everybody ain't your friend yeah i don't know so i would say on our on our coveted blunt scale i would give this book one week's worth of leftover uh Keith. Damn. Damn. Oh shit. Which is not a lot. Yeah, it's not. And that's about it. Cause it's, I, I got I was disinterested in this book by chapter three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, basically. I just didn't give a fuck. Same. And I still don't. Yeah, what it wasn't the worst written thing, but it was just boring. <laughs> exactly it was one of the better written books like everything kind of made sense they had characters but they never explained the characters um it was uh, two-dimensional the characters like they grew or learned anything outside of lauren and becky are trash Mm -hmm. but what what is what's your rating ty uh two out of five blunts because everybody ain't your friend Five blunts. Okay. That's because I like blunts. That's fair. Dad, what uh I'm I'm gonna give it uh on a scale of nothing to the Cardi B and offset McDonald's meal. I'm gonna (laughs) give it, I'm gonna give it a sprite and a packet of barbecue sauce. Wow. Don't disrespect Sprite like that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Okay, well, that's that. There's that. That's how we feel about the book. It's not, it's... It's a book. Stop. It is a book. These authors, figure out, do you want to write a plot or do you just want to fill some pages? Because... Everybody ain't your author. That's just... Everybody ain't your author. Everybody ain't your publisher. All right, this is just—it's just boring. This shit is just fucking boring. I'd rather read the King James version of the Bible. Yeah, the Bible is lit. Actually, the Bible's interesting as shit. The Bible is the original story. They take every story. They take every story that's out right now. Like, damn God, they gotta die for that. Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yes. Yes. All that stuff. This book, uh, you know, this ain't shit. Yeah, it's just boring. It's not all that great. So yeah, everybody, that was everybody ain't your friend. And um, I guess that's the review. The review is, I guess. Yeah. That's what you say. I guess. Shout out to Jeff. I guess he won this book. Um, (laughs) But next month, okay. I decided what we're going to do next month. Oh. Yes. Next month. I'll figure out the movie, but we're going to watch a Tubi movie. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. We'll watch a Tubi movie. Hell, y'all can come over and we can all watch it together if you want, but we will watch a Tubi movie. I'll find, I'll ask Erica Nicole Clark which Tubi movie to watch. Um, okay. She always out here <laughs> reviewing these Tubi movies. And we'll watch one of those and we'll get on, um, we'll get on a Tubi movie. Okay. How does that sound? Hell yeah. Hell nope, yeah. I love it. 
All right. So then for next one, just as always, where does everybody find y'all, Dev? Hey, at uh, Champagne Binary on uh, on Instagram and your, your mama's bedroom. <laughs> wow, Ty, Dev took your spot. I know, right? Hey, you know, I'm... <laughs> I mean, he's in the bedroom, but I'm still your mama's favorite. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, follow me on all social medias at Ty Riggs, y'all. And Ty Riggs, y'all, is also my Cash App and Venmo. And I take donations. Thank you. Yes, it's Black History Month. Please send reparations mm. to every one of us. Mine is at Rachel Hall. It's funny. That's on all social media platforms, including Cash App and Venmo. Sheesh. So y'all do that. Go follow, like, uh, Hood Number Book Club. And we'll be back next month with a Tubi movie. And it's going to be funny. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be funny. And the movie is going to be shot on our iPhone 7. I yes, it will. That. <laughs> I guarantee you that. So until next time, uh, I'll see y'all niggas later. Gang, gang. Peace. This is an Area Code podcast.